This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I can't figure out who hates Donald Trump more, Georgia Democrats or Georgia Republicans. What's up? This is Marquee Saves the Republic, and I am uh, broadcasting live today from Patriot Outpost Delta Whiskey, a.k.a. Uh, my home headquarters. And I'm so excited that you're here. Listen, before we dive into the latest on this indictment in Georgia, which the more I study it, the more I study it, the less you can, you know, you can kind of tell when the media is really excited about something, it means that they don't really have a case. When the media gets really over the moon about something, um, the weaker their actual, the weaker their actual case in court seems like it's going to be. And the more likely it seems like Donald Trump and his uh, his cavalcade are not necessarily in the danger that they're going to tell every everybody that they are. Uh, and there's a couple of reasons for that. And we'll get into it. But first, I wanted to remind you that, uh, you know, with the election coming up, there's going to be an attack, not just on Donald Trump repeatedly, but all Republicans, all Republican candidates are going to be attacked by the media. They're going to be attacked by social media. They're going to be attacked by big media. Anyone who controls the information and the flow of information and what you say online or in person or you know, even on the radio, they're going to listen. I'll be honest with you. After what happened with Tucker Carlson on Fox News, I don't put it past anybody. I love that I get to go on the radio every single day and talk to you people. But I don't know how much longer that's going to last because they are looking to shut down every conservative voice, especially ahead of 2024. Um, I, you know, I love doing this podcast every day. Mark K saves the Republican posting it up on the Internet so that you guys can hear it. I don't know when they're going to take that away from me either. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that happen to a lot of other people who maybe aren't even as politically active as we are here at the Mark K show or at Mark K saves the Republic. There may be a lot of people out there who are just business folk. They've got a personal page. Maybe they go to a Trump rally. They post a picture. All of a sudden, they shut down, man. They are out of business. And that's something that I'm trying to help you avoid. So if you're a business person, if you're a small business person, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're some kind of influencer in the uh, in the social media space and you have a conservative tone to your messaging, or maybe you're just a conservative in your private life and somebody's decided to make that public and it's causing you a lot of agita. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a, uh, a new recording that I put together. It's absolutely free. It's called Cancel Proofed. Cancel Proofed. C-A-N-C-E-L-P-R-O-O-E-F-E-D. Cancelproofed.com. If you go there, you can listen to the recording. It's like 30 minutes. And uh, it's the seven biggest blunders that conservative, conservative entrepreneurs make that get them canceled overnight. So you want to avoid uh, making one of these mistakes because it could be the end. could be a disastrous business decision. Uh, if you do, Cancelproofed dot com. Go there today and listen to the seven biggest blunders conservative conservative entrepreneurs make um, that get them canceled overnight. All right. Speaking of getting canceled overnight. So Mark Meadows, who was Donald Trump's last chief of staff, really, uh, before he left the White House. Mark Meadows is one of the co-conspirators that Georgia has put forth. They're like, Mark Meadows, you're a bad dude. You're a horrible. You're a co-conspirator. You're one of the worst. And we're going to indict you on a couple of bogus counts. Um, the counts he's been indicted on are asking for phone numbers of other politicians and also uh, trying to arrange meetings between Donald Trump and other people. Now, as chief of staff, your job is to 
organize the president's day and help him execute it. You're supposed to weed out the fluff, keep the people that are unimportant away from the president and make sure that he's focused on the decisions that he needs to be focused on. Make sure that he's using his time wisely. Make sure that his agenda is chock full of things that he needs to do to to execute the office of the president of the United States efficiently and in a way that benefits the people of the United States and keep all the, you know, keep all the crap out, basically. Um, And that's, you know, that's what he did. Well, now in Georgia, they're trying to charge him for doing his job, and he is not standing for it. He's uh, trying to have this case dismissed in Georgia and moved to federal court. Breitbart reports Mark Meadows seeks to remove Georgia indictment to federal court, as I just stated. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows filed a motion on Tuesday to remove the Fulton County, Georgia indictment against him to federal court. Meadows was charged with two counts at a 41-count indictment that named himself, former President Donald Trump, and 17 others. Meadows is being charged under Georgia's RICO statute and faces charges for soliciting an official to violate their oath of office. Now, we all learned all of that uh, yesterday. Here is where it gets uh, really uh, kind of interesting. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Um, The indictment alleges that Mark Meadows sent a text message to United States Representative Scott Perry saying, quote, can you send me the number of the speaker and the leader of PA legislature? POTUS wants to chat with them. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's the United States of America is texting one guy and asking for another guy's phone number against the law. And the answer is, no, it is not. And you're like, well, what about in Georgia is texting a guy and asking for another guy's phone number in Georgia against the law. And again, I say to you, no, it is not against the law in Georgia either. And then you think to yourself, well, how could it be that they indict Mark Meadows on these conspiracy charges, a racketeering charge? Because he asked a dude for some other dude's phone number. And the answer is, I mean, they can do what you can indict a ham sandwich. You just can't prove that they're guilty Uh, on or about. This is the other part on or about the 23rd day of December. John uh, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to the office of Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson that had been previously arranged by Mark Randall Meadows. So they're after Mark Meadows because he asked for a phone number and arranged a phone call, neither of which are illegal activities and neither activity led to another illegal activity because talking to somebody on the phone is not against uh, the law. Nothing Mr. Meadows is alleged in the indictment to have done is criminal per se. Meadows attorney George Terwillinger and Joseph Engelhart argued as the motion states, Mr. Meadows has the right to remove this matter. The conduct giving rise to the charges in the indictment all occurred during his tenure and as part of his service as chief of staff. In these circumstances, federal law provides for prompt removal of a criminal prosecution uh, commenced in a state court against or directed to a federal official in an official or individual capacity for or relating to any act under color of his office. So basically what they're saying is that if you're a federal officer like chief of staff to the president of the United States of America and you work in the White House on the federal level, you cannot be charged in a state uh, courthouse or in a state criminal proceeding or indicted in a state court for 
executing your office as a federal employee. Nothing Mr. Meadows is alleged in the indictment to have done is criminal per se, argue his lawyers, arranging Oval Office meetings, contacting state officials on the president's behalf, visiting a state government building, and setting up a phone call for the president. One would expect a chief of staff to the president of the United States to do these sorts of things. And they have far less to do with the interests of state law than, for example, murder charges that have been successfully removed. So in doing his job, so Donald Trump says, can you get me the number for this guy in Pennsylvania? And Mark Meadows goes, hey, Scott, give me the number to this guy in Pennsylvania. And Georgia says that is the furtherance of a conspiracy to commit fraud. First of all, it's a federal act of, you know, just doing your job. And second of all, it has no no outcome on the basis of what happened in the state of Georgia. Uh, Meadows' attorneys relied on the Constitution's supremacy clause, which establishes that the federal constitution and federal law take precedence over state laws and constitutions. And that is true. There's there's a supremacy clause, which means the federal government is higher than the state government. And the federal courts and the federal government take precedence over the state government. This is precisely the kind of state interference at a federal official's duties that the supremacy clause of the United States Constitution prohibits and that the removal statute shields against. Meadows intends to file a motion to dismiss the indictment under federal court rules, according to his attorney. So the U.S. Constitution says that, well, first of all, it's free. There's no, I mean, first of all, let's be honest. There's no crime here by any, committed by anybody. Freedom of speech practices and uh, freedom, of, freedom of speech protections allow Mark Meadows to talk to, text message, call on the phone, anybody that he wants to. It allows for him to arrange phone calls for his boss, as is probably part of his official job description, although I've never read the official job description for the chief of staff of the White House. I did watch every episode of The West Wing, though, and I know what Leo McGarry did as chief of staff. I know what C.J. Craig did when Leo McGarry tragically passed away, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, and became the chief of staff. And this seems like it would fall right under that, that, particular, uh, that particular list of you know, of uh, requirements and responsibilities. Uh, but the supremacy clause of the, of the United States federal constitution says you can't be charged in a state case course, uh, case, state court for a case like this. Mike Davis of the article three project called on Trump to follow Meadows footsteps and remove the case to federal court and then move to dismiss the case citing presidential immunity. I, that, that's one of the biggest, I think, problems that Fannie Willis had when she called this case. And look, there's a lot of problems that Fannie Willis has. First of all, she hates Donald Trump. Um, she may or may not be inherently racist. Probably she may. Um, and she is she is working as an a, attack dog, a pit bull for the Democrat Party, who once again is trying to stop Donald Trump from successfully running for office in 2024. They're trying to thwart the election, which they know they will lose if Donald Trump is on the ballot against Joe Biden. Joe Biden, so unpopular. Joe Biden, so ineffective. Joe Biden, so damn old. Mentally incapacitated, physically incapacitated. Oh, did we mention, by the way, today that Joe Biden is corrupt and he has been totally compromised? And as Donald Trump calls him, he is a Manchurian candidate bought and paid for and owned and operated by the Chinese government. Not just him, but his entire family. And let's face it, probably some of his cohorts too, although we're still waiting for those investigations to uncover just how deeply rooted 
Joe Biden's corruption and criminality against the United States of America is. And that's why. And so when you couple that with the fact that Joe Biden sucks at everything else and nobody likes the guy, um, and then you throw Kamala Harris on the fire, whoa, all of a sudden Donald Trump's a shoe in to win. And that's why the Democrats have not one, not two, not three, but four different sets of indictments in four different jurisdictions against Donald Trump to try to interfere with his uh, election or reelection campaign. Now, the problem is, and I was chatting with Rich Jones on WOKV in, um, in Jacksonville, Florida earlier this morning. The problem is that every time the Democrats go after Donald Trump this way, every time the Democrats indict Donald Trump again for asking questions, for investigating what he thought was a fraudulently run election, for demanding to know the truth, Whenever the Democrats attack Donald Trump, when they weaponize the government against him and when they indict him for crimes that are not crimes, it does, it does the exact opposite effect. It makes Donald Trump more popular. Marjorie Taylor Greene said she would vote for Donald Trump even if he were in jail. And I imagine a large part of the, of the Republican base would do the same. A large portion of the Republican base would do the same. I don't know that jail wouldn't make Donald Trump I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If Donald Trump were put in jail, it would prove once and for all that the Democrats are as bad as we all think they are, probably worse. And the American people aren't stupid. They're not going to vote for somebody who jails their political rivals. Some will, but the majority won't. And every single time they attack Donald Trump, the people realize that what Donald Trump's saying is true. He goes all around the country. He goes on television. He goes on the radio. He goes to rallies. And Donald Trump says the same thing over and over again, he says, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in the way. And that is something that the American people realize every single time another indictment of Donald Trump is handed down. Every single time Donald Trump is indicted again for one of these bogus, phony claims that the Democrats are making every single time they go, you know what? Donald Trump's right. He's, st- he's keeping them from coming after me. They're going to do to him or to me what they're doing to him. If I speak out against an election, if I speak out against a COVID lockdown or a mask mandate, if I speak out about Joe Biden, then they're going to come after me and they're going to put me in jail just like they did the January 6th protesters. They're going to try to indict me just like they did Donald Trump. They're going to cancel me off of every single platform that I'm on. They're going to destroy my business, destroy my good name, and in doing so, destroy this country that I love. That's exactly what the plan is. That's the plot of the Democrat Party. And that's what Donald Trump and a bunch of Republicans like us are trying to stop. And that's why it's imperative that we continue to support Donald Trump and attack the the Democrats. And that's why it's so aggravating and annoying that these Georgia Republicans, I don't know what's wrong with these Georgia Republicans, man. But, uh, you know, Georgia's a lovely state and we love to spend time up there in the mountains near Helen and Blue Ridge. There's some fantastic, um, you know, uh, horticulture up there. The trees are just beautiful. Christmas time. Amazing. You know, I love I love uh, taking trips to Savannah, Georgia. One of the my Savannah, Georgia, one of the best places, not just in this country, but on the face of this earth. But man, the Republicans in Georgia, they flip and suck. <laughs> they are the worst. They are the worst of the They need to put their ego aside and they need to get behind the party. They're like, the more that Donald Trump is attacked by the Democrats in Georgia, the more the Georgia Republicans side with the Democrats. 
They're giving, they've ceded all the power in the state of Georgia to the Democrats. Fannie Willis has all the power. She is not even attorney general. She's a district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, and she has all the power. And the governor and the lieutenant governor are just sitting back going, told you. In fact, that's literally, I mean, not literally, but it's figuratively. Exactly, I'm paraphrasing. But that's what Brian Kemp said. The, the Georgia Republicans are like, we told you there wasn't no fraud. You wouldn't believe us. We told you it was on the up and up. Now you gotta, now you gotta pay the piper. And they're just gonna sit around because they feel like uh they feel like they've had they've had enough of Donald Trump and they want him out for good. And they're willing to sacrifice four more years of Biden. They're willing to sacrifice the United States of America. Our sovereignty, our economy, our future, our military, uh our military uh excellence and uh you know, our, our dominance on the world stage, they are willing to turn over this country to Joe Biden, the Democrats and China and keep shipping money to Ukraine and keep opening up our border and allow these drugs to come over. And God knows what else is happening. They're going to turn all of our cities into war zones. They're going to do all of that just because they don't like Donald Trump. In fact, Breitbart has a headline, Georgia's elected Republicans on Trump indictment. We told you, we told you no fraud. Brian Kemp, for nearly three years now, anyone with evidence of fraud has failed to come forward under oath and prove anything in a court of law. Our elections in Georgia are secure, accessible, and fair, and will continue to be so as long as I'm governor. The future of our country is at stake in 2024. That must be our focus. You'll get no help from Georgia Republicans in beating back these fallacies and fake charges from the Democrats, and that's concerning. And if you're a Georgia voter, if you're a Georgia Republican voter, you need to realize that your party's abandoned the leader of the party. Listen, uh, go to go to uh, go to um, cancelproofed.com and listen to that uh, that recording that I did. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Even if you're not a business owner, even if, even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're not uh, you know a conservative conservative influencer or anything, just go do it because. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Maybe it'll give you some ideas. Maybe it'll help you out. It's cancelproofed.com. Cancelproofed.com. The Mark K Show starts at noon Eastern. We're on all of our Patriot Radio Network radio stations, not to mention streaming everywhere. And don't forget, keep listening to the Mark K Saves the Republic podcast every single day. Today, tomorrow, Friday, maybe the weekend. I'll finally get around to those weekend shows I've been promising you. Hopefully... Knock on wood, I will. Uh, Mark K. Saves the Republic. Follow if you don't follow. Like if you don't like. Leave us a review so we can uh, read it on Tuesday. And keep listening. Share this with all the people you love. Share this with every single freedom-defending, liberty-loving patriot that you know. Because we we need to increase our numbers so that we can all save the republic.